Hello Gator Nation and welcome into the latest edition of Locked On Gators, your team every day. I'm your host, Zach Alvaverde. What's up Florida fans? Welcome into the latest edition of Locked On Gators and what a crazy 24 hours that we have experienced in the sports world. I thought that I would be joining you all today to recap Florida's game against Georgia, to preview spring ball, and instead we are talking about the sports world effectively shutting down to stop the spread of the coronavirus. We'll be joined by Pat Dooley from the Gainesville Sun to get his reaction to what the scene was like in Nashville when the SEC canceled the men's basketball tournament. The conference has also put an end to all winter and spring sports. There will be no March Madness, and for now, it looks like there will be no College World Series. So we'll get Pat's perspective on what that means for the UF sports teams, and we'll also have him share some insight into his conversation with Florida Athletics Director Scott Strickland as he discusses the decision that the league made to cancel the SEC tournament. Here is my conversation with Pat Dooley this week. We're now joined by Pat Dooley from the Gainesville Sun to discuss everything that's happened in the sports world over the last 24 hours. I was supposed to be talking about Florida's game against Georgia in Nashville, but instead we're talking about the end of the SEC tournament, the end of March Madness, and sports as we know, at least for the rest of this month. Something unlike we've ever seen, and uh, Pat's going to provide us some perspective on what the scene was like in Nashville and, and everything that he's heard and spoke with Scott Strickland as well. So thanks for joining us, man. I know it's been a, a crazy night for you. How, how you doing, man? Good. I mean, it's I'll be better when I get home. You know, I get a flight tomorrow, and the flight up here, I really didn't feel any different, except there were a lot of open seats on, uh, on the uh, American flight. And then when we got to the arena, you know, it felt like business as usual. And then you saw this huge crowd show up for the game because they knew. They knew what was going on. They knew this is it. They were going to see one night of basketball, and then and that was going to get canceled after that. So, you know, it's been wild and crazy. And who thought the Ivy League could have that much effect on the world of sports? We sat back today expecting that even though the fans were not going to be in Nashville, we were going to at least get to watch some games. And as it played out and one announcement came from one sport after another, you kind of saw it coming. What was it like, though, around 9 o'clock when you saw the NBA postpone things, you saw the SEC make its announcement? I mean, it was just a crazy day that I think we'll never forget in the sports world. Well, you know, Georgia is playing their game. With about, I don't know, about two minutes ago, they had it wrapped up. So I was going to make my way to the back because being a veteran like I am, I know the bathroom gets crowded after a game. So I was going to get there early. And as I'm walking by, I just checked with everybody. I said, odds that they play tomorrow. And everyone was no better than 10%. By the time I got back there, I sat down Mark Bradley from the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. I go, what are the odds they play tomorrow? He goes, zero. And they're about to announce it. So he had found out, and it turned out I had just gotten a text from a source of mine telling me they were shutting it down for the fans. And But we still all thought they were going to play basketball. There was just going to be light. And, again, I there are a few of us that were there, and we talked about getting our picture taken together, who covered the uh, tournament in 08 when the tornado hit, and they ended up playing at Georgia Tech in the same kind of deal. They only let in family members. I said, you know, there's a good joke here, but I don't feel like being funny tonight. It's not a good night to be funny. But the joke is the only people that are out in are family members 
essential uh, personnel, media, and Kentucky boosters. Because they'll still find their way in. You know, you know they would have. But, uh, you know, I just ran into uh, earlier today a couple of Kentucky fans who were here at the same hotel, and they were like, I said, it sucks for you. And they go, you think? Especially because we called 30 minutes before we called Bridgestone Arena to see if we need to get on the plane. And they said, yeah, we're playing basketball. Come on down. So they didn't even get to see their cats play at all. So it was wild and crazy. And and all of a sudden basketball, like I was going to do a whole column on Georgia. I talked to the Georgia players about playing sport again. Um, and talk to Tom Crean a little bit about it, but it's, I literally, at it's one point, I just, like took all those notes and just threw them in the trash, you know, because they weren't, they weren't relevant to what was going on. That's what we'll touch on now because, you know, I want to get to your conversation with Scott Strickland and how this impacts, obviously, Florida basketball and, and Florida football and all the sports programs moving forward, but sitting at softball last night, and you said it was like this in Nashville, but I got in the press box and nobody was shaking hands. Yeah. You, you kind of knew then that there was, you know, everybody was on edge and on guard. And then the, the game plays out, and I'm sitting there watching, and obviously it was a great crowd. Florida comes back, and they beat FSU. And I kind of felt like being there in the stadium, that that, was, that might be the last time we see any U.S. sports team play with fans in a while. And then we get into the press room with Walton, and we get in there, and Herb's like, you guys need to go back to, to one of the back rows. And we're only going to bring coach in, no players. From there, we get into the press box, and then the announcement comes from the NBA and the the SEC tourney. It was wild. Pat, you've been around so many things. You've covered so many events. You talked about that tornado that that hit. Has anything that you've been a part or experienced been like this? It was weird, that tournament, because Florida had already been eliminated. They'd gone home, and I was uh, actually going to – they wanted me to stay. We always stayed for the whole tournament. I ended up writing 60-inch stories because there was so much craziness going on. And then, of course, Georgia wins the tournament. They're going to fire Dennis Felton as soon as the tournament's over. They win the tournament and get the automatic bid. They had to wait another six months to fire him. But um, it was wild and crazy. And, you know, Kentucky fans are angry. They were out there storming the gates and everything. And I said, man, I've seen it all now. Well, of course, you've never seen it all. You've got to understand that. This is the... The scariest thing I think I've been around, this is scarier to me than anything like that. I've been through two tornadoes in my life, uh, one in Oklahoma City at the NCAA softball and then the one in Atlanta. Uh, nothing as scary as what's going on right now because, I mean, like I said, I'm getting on a plane tomorrow and I'm I'm nervous about it. But, uh, you know, my daughter has supplied me with plenty of Lysol wipes, so hopefully I'll make it. But it's just it's just crazy and it kind of makes you stop and go, you know, all this hand-wringing, I wrote about this in tomorrow's paper, hand-wringing over, is Florida going to get in? Are they going to get out? Oh, Mike White, fire Mike White, all this. And out in the end, none of it mattered. None of those results mattered. I mean, yeah, the last result for this basketball team is going to be that heartbreaking loss to Kentucky, but in the end, it didn't matter. Like I, I said uh, to Scott, in the press box at softball, I said, man, for some reason, that one's a hard one to get over. He said, yeah, I'm the same way. I usually let him go. But that that loss is, stays with you. Well, we found a way to make it not stay with you. You know, <laughs> the whole season's canceled and uh, all hell's breaking loose. For God's sakes, Tom Hanks has coronavirus, our national treasure. We've, so we've got to solve this thing. But I do think the bottom line is this. 
the weirdness of yesterday was when when the NCAA announced we're going to play without fans, and now you went, holy crap. And then the NBA, right about the same time as the SEC made its decision, and other schools were, were falling in line. And, you know, Chip Towers from the AJC told me, he said, we're probably not going to be back here tomorrow. He said, we've got a whole other 12 hours of news, and there's no telling what will happen. We're speaking with Pat Dewey from the Gainesville Sun. You can go to Gatorsports.com to check out his columns on everything that's transpired over the last 24 hours, including his conversation with Scott Strickland, which Pat mentioned. What was it like to catch up with Scott and, and kind of see what this whole thing was like for him and the decision-making process and everything that he and the other athletic directors had to go through? One thing he said to me is, is man, remember the good old days when you had hurricanes and tornadoes? And that's all you had to worry about? I mean, this is a whole different animal. We're dealing with something that's crazy. But, you know, I think there is a perception that the SEC kind of dragged its heels on this thing. I don't think they did. I think they monitored it very closely. And don't forget, in Nashville, there I think there's been one case of it. Uh, other than that, it's it hasn't been like a big topic of conversation around here. But I do think that once they finally made a, a decision – then they've got to get a hold of all their presidents and all their athletic directors and all the people involved. The SEC is not going to be one that goes, all right, that's it, we're done, we're not going to have the tournament, or we're not going to let the fans in, and then let their people know. They're very diligent about making sure everybody in the that needs to be in the know is in the know, and then you go ahead and make the announcement to the media. So certainly I don't think there's much question as the night went on that they were going to be – we're going to play without fans, and then – Scott told me, he goes, he just didn't feel good about it when he went to bed at night, that even playing the games at all. And so they had a uh, a meeting at 9 o'clock before they even got to, all right, who's going to be let in? What's the task list going to look like? A bunch of the ADs, including Scott, said, what are we doing here? Why are we even playing these games? And at that point, everybody just went, look, we're done. Let's shut it down. And I think one thing about it, Greg Sankey really loves this tournament. It's a big thing to him. He's got a lot of basketball blood in him. That's part of it. There's also the part of it, the financial part, the Nashville part. Don't forget, they just got hit by a tornado or a series of tornadoes, and they were going to raise funds for them. So you had, now all of a sudden, that's all out the window. All the people that are, were coming in to town, and there were, as I said, there was a huge crowd last night for the games. All that stuff is going into it. And look, this may have been 1% of why they didn't want to do it, and it may be 0%, but it may be 1%. You get four teams in the tournament now. you got a chance to get five. If the right teams win or if a team comes out of nowhere and wins it all and they get the automatic bid, so that may have even been a little bit of it. But the combination of things, uh, he really seemed you know, really crestfallen last night just that they were going to play it without the fans, and now – I'm sure he's in the jar right now about the planet at all. Yeah, and the Gators announced that teams will be able to practice and hold team activities, but they're not going to obviously participate in any competition. And the Gators will start spring ball on Monday. They have closed practices to the public, obviously. And him own speaking tour has also been pushed back. It's not going to be held at this time in March. What do you think this is going to do to all the sports programs now here at UF? How would it fix Obviously, football, baseball teams now get put on hold. That's going to be all around the country. Duke's already done it. Kansas has done it. I mean, nobody. I, I think by the time we get to 
Monday morning, I don't think anybody's going to be playing sports anywhere. And it's going to be a weird deal for those of us who love sports, but it's the best thing. Look, the bottom line is you cannot give a bacteria or a virus like this petri dishes to grow in. You can't have a lot of people in a confined space. And to be honest with you, I don't know when they played those games last night. I think that was kind of ridiculous. But you just can't do that with what's going on. And now that they've got to start on this, okay? So everything's canceled pretty much. They've got to start on it. And if you didn't do all this stuff, we could have been heading for a major earth-changing disaster, the Black Plague or something. So, look, you got smart people working on it. I know one of them's actually at the University of Florida. I saw a story just today that somebody, he thinks he's maybe maybe onto something. Uh, there were two in Tennessee. There were people are trying to find a cure. The main thing is you just don't let it. You just don't give it room to grow by getting people together. It sucks for everybody who loves sports, but it's the right thing to do, and we're just going to have to deal with it. And in the end, it'll be remembered as the uh, coronavirus season for for a lot of different sports, but eventually, hopefully, everybody will get back to play. I just hope we all get through this okay and that we get things back to normal at some point. But it's going to be a weird, I would say, month or so with no sports of any kind. And when we do the tailgate, I mean, we're we're going to have to talk about some other stuff. You're going to have to give me a movie list and all types of things. We're going to have to give people advice maybe on how to spend their time now, especially if they're self-quarantined at home. I mean, what do you do now? What do you watch on Netflix? What sports documentaries should you check out? I mean, it's a whole new world for talking season. I should go out there on the corner and sell some of my books so that I can make some money because people will need something to read. Or The talking season is going to be interesting because – for for our radio show is uh, the 10 best things to do with your time. Maybe I'll make that a column. Make that a column for next week. Cause I, like I was telling my boss, what am I supposed to write about now? Nobody's playing. Nobody's doing anything. I get, how many times can I analyze floor schedule for next week? What we'll be talking about on our on radio and, and on podcasts, uh, we're going to have to really be creative. I've got my podcast, which I'll do Tuesday of next week. You know, usually we keep it going right through the Final Four and through the, the spring game, well, neither of which I would imagine are going to take place. So we may have to shut it down a little earlier than normal, but we'll definitely do one Tuesday so people can check that out on GatorSports.com. And I, I've got a column up there I wrote late last night, and then another one should be up there as well about all this. So um, it's crazy, crazy times, and wish me luck getting home. Yeah, man, no, for sure. Make sure uh... – don't let anybody come up and say hi to you, any Gator fans. If you see Pat Dooley in the airport, he doesn't want to talk to you. Stay away. No, I, I actually had a few of those in, on the way here. A uh, guy came up to me and, and it reads the stuff all the time. He said, yeah, I'm from Johnson City. I go, holy cow. That's pretty cool. It's Spurrier's hometown. So uh, I, I didn't do any ball coach impressions for him. Pat, make sure you have a safe flight back now, okay? All right, stay away from that corona. <laughs> <laughs> Just do the elbows. Don't even yeah. do the fist jabs. That's the way he's always been. I mean, he's been that way for like 10 years. He doesn't like to shake hands with anybody. Never yeah, shake hands. Germs. Yeah. He saw it coming. <laughs> he's on the beach right now, quarantined. Yep. Well, that's where I, I would love to be right on the beach, like six feet away from him. I'd be happy. All right, man. We'll have a safe trip back, man. We'll catch up with you soon. Okay, Zach. We'll see you, buddy.
Appreciate Pat for joining me to fill us in on everything that happened in Nashville. And that will do it for the latest edition of Locked on Gators. Not sure what the future holds for the show moving forward, but we will continue to do episodes next week. And this wraps up the latest edition of Locked on Gators. Now tell your smart device to play the most recent edition of Locked on Draft Dudes. Have a great day and see you tomorrow.